0: I don't think I've, I've ever forgiven my mom yeah. for abandoning me. Mm. And then once I started that process, my relationship with God just went to a whole another level. Yeah. And at that time, I was already uh, an elder.
1: In the church, okay. okay. In the
0: church. But I just saw the freedom that it provided me to even love Eden more. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Love my wife at that time more. And even enhance my relationship with Jesus.
1: Man, I agree with that so like, much.
0: With some of us, we may be thinking, "Why am I stuck in a rut?" Mm-hmm. Some of us may be thinking, "Why am I stagnant?" Mm-hmm. Some of us may be thinking, "Why can't I go to the next?" It's probably like, harboring forgiveness, unforgiveness.
1: You're harboring unforgiveness. Yeah,
0: your relationship with God is not going to grow. Yep. If you harbor unforgiveness in your heart. Yeah, I and mean, I was able to see that in my own life. So some of us may think is, man, I'm still struggling with porn. Man, I'm still struggling with other things. It could be like, nah, like you need to hit up your mom. You need to hit up, yeah. you know, your coworker. You need to hit up somebody and have a conversation. And or you don't need to have a conversation. Ask God to search the things of your heart. Yeah, yeah. And see who you, who you haven't forgiven. Sometimes we, we may be looking at the wrong place.
1: I just don't believe that we were saved To stumble our way through life. This side of heaven. I believe that we should respond to his saving grace with life. That glorifies him in every way. Both the spiritual and the practical. What's going on? Another episode with my guy, literally guy my guy <laughs> <laughs> man i'm ex- i'm excited for this one this is a challenge for many of us watching many of us listening especially for us right now behind the mics like talking about forgiveness and just the imperative call as christians to forgiveness like this is not something that we have an option you know to do or display or execute upon, you know, or work towards, right? Like God calls us to forgiveness. And I think there's some strong like scriptures that really highlight the, the importance and the necessity of forgiving someone. I think what makes it so challenging is when you've been deeply wounded by somebody. That you love. Or that care you about. love. Like, I mean, betrayal is a nasty um, it's a nasty experience it's a nasty thing and and it and it it puts such a a bitter taste in your heart your mind your soul your body like it's all consuming you know what i'm saying so it's a tough one
0: it is man it is i think man, bro as 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 you talking and as we were talking earlier i was looking back on my journey most of you guys know about my my divorce process <clears throat> and 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 it took a long time for me to even consider forgiving
2: my my uh, my ex yeah because forgiving
0: is such a central experience for the believer that the willing, the unwillingness to forgive affects every other area of your walk of your walk yeah yeah Right. And in my case, the unwillingness to, to even consider forgiving just let me to be like, what's the point? Like, like the scripture talks about, you know, we should forgive because our father has forgiven us. Yeah. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, if I'm not willing to forgive, then there's a disconnection between the relationship and me and God. Facts. And if I'm not going to be forgiven for that, then why not live my life? in any way that I want to. Yeah, yeah. All right, So that was my thinking, man. And, and it wasn't until I had a conversation with a good friend of mine, Cardi. and he, he came down with, with his wife here at one time, and then we started talking about where I was spiritually. We started talking about the effects that my divorce had on me. And the one topic that we started talking about was forgiveness. Yeah. And the one scripture that that came up, and I will never forget that parable, is Matthew 18. Yeah. When, you know, a servant went before his master. He owed his master some money, and his master was going to throw him in jail. Now, this is Jesus giving the parable. Yeah. So, he pleaded for his master not to throw him in jail. And his master said, okay, like, you've been forgiving. Right? This is is a very short synopsis of that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that same servant went and found one of his servants that owes him money. And one of his servants pleaded with him to not to throw him in jail. And he actually threw that servant in jail after he's just been forgiven yeah. by his master. yeah. Um, and what's fascinating about that is is Jesus says that that, that servant, he has a wicked heart. Yep. Yeah. He yep. calls it wicked. Yep.
1: Yep. Let me read it. Let me read it. Let me no, read it. it. Yeah, yeah, read go. it. <laughs> That's in Matthew 18, verse 32. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the end, he replies to that master that like just threw this man in jail, in jail. Yeah. after he was forgiven of all his debt, right? He says, God's response to him is, then the master called the servant in, you wicked servant. He said, I canceled all the debt of yours because you begged me to. Verse thirty three says, "Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant, just as I had on you?" In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. And then verse thirty five says, "This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you, unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart." That's that's crazy, but that that
0: goes to show you how central. Yeah, forgiving is to our experience as as believers. Yep. It is the it is at the heart of our relationship with Jesus. Yeah, right. Yeah. So much so that Jesus talks about it often. There's so much so that when Jesus was asked how to pray, right, he included forgiveness in the Lord's prayer, which is a template of how we should pray. Yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying so so jesus spoke about it a lot but as we know man it's hard like like forgiving somebody is probably one of the hardest thing we would ever have to do because there's there's in our christian walk
1: yeah there's layers to it you know what i'm saying like there's layers yeah. to it like if if someone if someone lied to you about their let's just say you was in need you needed some help you know hey, man, I'm short $20. I really need this to pay something, right? And I'm struggling. And you find out that person actually had the $20, but they told you, nah, bro, I'm sorry, I don't have the $20. That hurts, right? Of course. But I'm not going to compare that to someone who is in a long-term marriage, a long-term relationship, and they find out that their spouse has been having sexual intercourse with someone else Hmm. behind your back. That's
0: a whole different type of hurt
1: in your room.
0: That's a whole different type of hurt.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, but God is yet calling us to forgive, not just the spouse, but to forgive the person you don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's another ball game. That is,
0: man. And what's tough in situations like that is sometimes the person who has wronged you, the person that, quote unquote, has sinned against you, to them, they may not even want your forgiveness. Yeah. Or not even want your forgiveness. They may not even be looking. Yeah. They don't.
1: It, they're indifferent. They don't make a difference like, to them. To them, yeah. it, it
0: doesn't make a difference. That's rough, man. Right? Um, That's rough. Jesus on the cross talks about God forgive them for they do not know what they've done. Like
1: yeah. unpack that, bro, because that that causes us as Christians to look at forgiveness in a, in, whole, in a whole new way. Well, well, a whole new way. What it causes is God's
0: calling for us to live a certain way. In this case, walking in forgiveness does not depend on what the other party
1: does in response does in response to that yes. they don't
0: even need to it know it doesn't even
1: matter yeah and, and a lot of times a lot of times our whole emphasis and desire to forgive is just to get a response just to from get a them. response like, like you know them recognizing we want them to recognize the hurt and the pain and the wrong that was done to us and that's a norm. look that's normal that's, right that's no it's, normal it's, not feeling. it's not wrong it's not it's wrong it's a normal feeling but scripture is saying that that should not determine your desire to forgive them. Exactly. Exactly. They, like I said, they don't even need to know why or aware. Why? I, I would say, so aware. So, so that begs a question. That begs a question. Why? Why does scripture point to the fact that their response is irrelevant to our, our for for us to forgive them for is irrelevant in our desire in our to forgive desire. another person like why is
0: that I think one the biggest reason is my responsibility as a believer does not depend on that person's behavior okay right my responsibility my my responsibility as a believer is how I respond to that behavior. Whether they accept that behavior, whether they think it was wrong, whether they think it was right, whether they feel justified by their behavior. So, for example, so in other words, God is going. God is not going to judge me based on how they behave. God is going to judge me based on how I respond to their behavior. Yeah.
1: Fact, so yeah. No. I. I. For sure. My. M- m- when I hear that question, and when I when I really. Have to s- wrestle with the fact that I should have a desire to forgive, irrelevant of whether they become aware of okay. how much they hurt okay. me. The only thing that helps me understand that that concept—forgive them for they know not what they do—is
0: mm-hmm.
1: the fact that I've been forgiven. Yeah, it points back to Jesus Christ it points on the back cross. To Jesus, that too. It th- that to me is the pinnacle of it. That's yeah. the that is the main. Emphasis in our ability and desire, right? Because it's not it's not in our own strength to forgive. We know this. We don't even desire it. We don't, not innately within ourselves. It has to flow and come through our awareness and recognition of the impact of the cross in our life. The fact that Jesus Christ paid a price instead of us in our own wickedness. And forgave us. We, it doesn't scripture highlight that, that we were first enemies of God in our sin and in our wickedness? And Jesus paints the perfect picture of what forgiveness actually looks like. And the fact that that was given to us freely and we've accepted it, now it's how can we not Forgive, Forgive those who hurt us. Who hurt us. Because now you're denying in our lack of forgiveness for others, we're denying what Christ did for us. And that's why he's so ruthless in scripture when he challenges our our unforgiveness. Yeah. N- n-
0: let me ask you a question because I, I think for me, two and a half years later, man, I'm still like wrestling with with forgiving. Yeah. Because I think one, I've never experienced that level of hurt before.
2: Yeah, Yeah.
0: right. So that, so me forgiving the person who is responsible for applying that level of hurt or giving that level of hurt is it was a was and is it I think will forever be a real challenge for for me. Based on your story, based on your situation. I do understand. You said the first step is to realize that that we have been forgiven. You know, by Jesus, we were once considered His enemies, but because of what God did on the cross, what Jesus did on the cross for us, the extension of forgiveness is there. Yep, yep. Right, it's not only the extensions, but we accepted it. Yeah,
1: that that means something.
0: Yeah, we received it. it. Yeah, so so that's that's a huge aspect of it. What would you say is some more practical access for somebody like me? And for some of our uh, our listeners, that, man, we want to forgive. So it's not that we're not looking to forgive, but the pain is just too much or the process of it is too too much. So what practical steps would you advise? Yeah.
1: So first thing I would just, yeah, I would just, I would comment on the too much part. I think scripture is pretty clear that he doesn't allow us to go down roads. If we're his, if we belong to him, his children, he doesn't allow us to go down roads, we, we can't handle, right? So, So- It
0: won't give us more than we can bear. Yeah,
1: exactly. So just the idea that anything is too much, that may seem what it is, like at the moment, and it may be the reason, cognitively, and emotionally why you're not pursuing forgiveness at that moment. But what I would say is that that's where the grace of God steps in. And because if I think about my situation, I had so many ups and downs with, with my forgiveness, particularly with my ex-wife. Yeah. Like I was like bipolar with it. Yeah. I had moments where like I was able to weep on her behalf yeah like i want to i want to see her whole as well even though she hurt me the way she did like i want i want god to restore her life i all these different things right but then there were moments where especially because we share a child together yeah and sometimes we have to have interaction and sometimes an attitude will pop up or i'll get upset at something and then i go from like walking in my forgiveness to walking in like this vengefulness like i want to see this person hurt yeah like i want to see this person fall on their face you know what i'm saying like i want to see this person pay for what was done to me you know and i think what god does as long as we have this desire to to get back up and fight again i think god woos us like He 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 loves yeah but when I say woos us, I mean like he loves on us so much and 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 paints more vivid pictures of how broken we actually are, but yet he consistently forgives us. Yeah, yet he consistently loves on us. And I think it's it becomes it becomes so hard to resist the desire to take what God is constantly pouring upon us, his love, his forgiveness, his grace, his mercy, his patience, and exercise it towards the very person, the, person the very person you. that hurts you the most. Yeah, I and think that's the power of God's love, man. And it takes
0: patience and resilience to oh, get yeah. to that place, man. Yeah, I yeah. think a, um, a lot of believers, you know, we do not like delayed gratification. We like instant gratification. Oh, yeah. So... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, this has been a, a two and a half year process for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think, you know, if we put in the work for two, three months, and it's not that we, if, if you put in some, the work, you're going to see some type of fruit. Yeah. But if we don't see the fruit that we're looking for, that we desire, then the pursuit of forgiving, mm-hmm like we just throw it out the window. Yeah, yeah, it's like
1: yeah, this ain't worth it. Does you already have too much ammo? You already yeah, have too many have too reasons too to give up on it, right?
0: And, and that's the reason why you you was probably up and down oh, and yeah. having the bipolar. Oh,
1: yeah. And and I'm and I've experienced the same thing. Bro, it's it's I've been I've been out of that relationship for over 6 years now. Yeah. But I still have thoughts sometimes. Yeah. I still have moments that I know aren't correlated to forgiveness. Yeah. Because 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 as long as we exist this side of heaven, the memories of pain and hurt will always be here. Yo, and, and, and you know what? It's, it's, it's not all bad. Like, we need to be able to reflect on where we used to be. To me, that, that's been powerful. Like, my ability to look back and say, God, you rescued me yeah. from such a dark place, you yeah. delivered me from the very things that I was trying to hold on to. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know better. I don't even know better, right? Yeah. So a lot of that is healthy in the ways that we, we move forward and we, we lean heavier in our trust in God uh-huh. you know, and, and not ourselves through those situations. We learn how to forgive. But that doesn't mean that like forgiveness in many ways is a lifelong journey. It's a, a, it's a constant wrestle. And based on the, the circumstance and the situation, forgiveness may be a greater wrestle in particular situations. In
0: particular situations, I think, and I think the the, the one thing that that springs out of forgiveness too is your ability to grow and love. Just from my own story, like when when I was about in eighth grade, my mom went to prison, mm-hmm. right? And I was very very close with my mom, so like I would sleep next to her when I'm at home. I won't. Like if my brothers and my cousins go out, I'll stay home and be with and your mom and be with my mom. Yeah. So when she went to prison, like that, that really impacted me in a, ne- in a negative way.: Yeah, yeah. But what happened was is when my sister would ask me to go visit my mom, I, I would resent that. Like I wouldn't want to go. Mm. And I never knew the reason why. I mean, I loved my mom. And it's not because I didn't want to see her in prison. Like, there wasn't a reason. I think it's because, like, I'd had unforgiveness towards her for leaving me. Yeah,
1: yeah, you felt abandoned by her. In 8th grade. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And for 10 plus years, like, I was stuck in a rut with my relationship with her, with my thinking of her. I still, like, adored my mom. I still loved her but i realized when eden was born i i remember clearly a week after eden, eden a week after my daughter was born is when i realized like man like i don't think i've i've ever forgiven my mom for yeah. abandoning me mm-hmm. and then once i started that process my relationship with god just went to a whole another level yeah. and at that time i was already elder in the church okay okay in the church but I just saw the freedom that it provided me to even love Eden more. Yeah. Yeah. Love my wife at that time more and even enhance my relationship with Jesus.
1: Man, I agree with that. so like, much.
0: with some of us, we may be thinking, why am I stuck in a rut? Mm-hmm. Some of us may be thinking, why am I stagnant? Mm-hmm. Some of us may be thinking, why can I go to the next? It's probably like, Harboring unforgiveness.
1: You're harboring unforgiveness. Yeah.
0: Your relationship with God is not going to grow. Yep. If you're harboring forgiveness in your heart. Yeah. I and mean I was able to see that in my own life. So some of us may think is, man, I'm still struggling with porn, man. I'm still struggling with other things. It could be like, nah, like you need to hit up your mom. You need to hit up yeah, you know, your coworker, you need to hit up somebody and have a conversation. And or you don't even really need to have a conversation. Ask God to search the things of your heart. Yeah, yeah. And see who you, who you haven't forgiven. Sometimes we, we may be looking at the wrong place.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, bro. I agree you know? with that. I mean, um, we see that in Matthew eleven twenty five. And whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Yeah. A line of communication with God is contingent upon our ability or inability To forgive. Yeah, to forgive. You know what I'm saying? And that's, yo, that's so powerful, man. Like that is so powerful because I I think about, again, my story and my unforgiveness wasn't just for my ex-wife. My unforgiveness at the same time was for my father because I felt like even in the areas that I failed as a husband in that marriage, was because I was identical to who he was, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I did what I saw, you know, um, and what you were thought, and, and, and a a lot of what I taught, and not always in word, you know what I'm saying? Because we do that sometimes as parents. Yes, it's like right. we'll tell someone, tell our kids, don't do this, don't do that, but but in action, we doing that, the, that that very thing, that very right? Thing. Yeah. But for me, like a lot of my blame was like I went through a lot of this because I did what I saw, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't, I didn't realize. Like, I wasn't punishing my dad because I wasn't desiring to be around him, talk with him or anything like that. Yeah. Like, I was doing damage to myself. Yeah, I was doing damage to my ability to love well my wife, my ability to love well my daughter, my ability to love well my son. All that stuff is like unforgiveness is like cancer in our hearts. It corrodes us mm-hmm. and we don't, we don't even realize it and we go live in this life of unforgiveness and we don't realize, man, your life is being cut so short. All because you're not willing to humble yourself and acknowledge what Jesus did for you, which is forgive you. Me. A wicked enemy at one point to forgive you and for you to bestow that upon the person that hurt you. That, that is crazy, it's, man. Like to think about that. Our prayers.
0: May not be heard because we're harboring unforgiveness unforgiveness in our heart.
1: Yeah, man. That says a lot. It's at the core of our relationship with Jesus, man. That says a lot. Like, could you imagine being in a a marriage with someone that you love? And as long as you're harboring unforgiveness, you go mute. Like, y'all can't talk. Yeah. Like, y- y'all can't communicate. And of course, I'm giving an analogy, right? Yeah, But I'm course. trying to make it but, visual. But, but, but that's but imagine, what it is. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. That's what it is. So, so I can't picture me being in a relationship with my wife and not being able to communicate with her.
0: Because we harboring un- because unforgiveness. Because I'm harboring unforgiveness.
1: You know, that's... that's Yeah, we, it's
0: we like, we like a that, man. Now,
2: there's a lot of people that talks about
0: You know, I can forgive you, but I will never forget. Mm. Now, we do know some people mean.
1: Context is everything with that. Context is everything. Yeah. Some people Cont-
0: mean it as, like, it's, yeah. I think it's mostly used as an excuse, though. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, you do have the few that that really say, I could forgive you, but I cannot forget your behavior yeah. in a sense. Right. Because I won't allow another person to manipulate me, just like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I won't allow another person to hurt me. So I kinda learn my lesson type stuff. But then I, I want us to speak to, to those people that really use it. Yeah. As an excuse to mask that Unforgiveness. They're really they're, that that they, they really haven't forgiven. They really haven't forgiven. Of course, yeah, yeah. Whoever had wronged them. Yeah.
1: In other words, here's what they're saying. They're saying I I will forgive, but I won't forget. Translate that. It's, I will forgive and I'll never let you forget. Yeah. And when you're saying that, when you're saying that, all that means for you is that at any opportunity, I'm going to remind you of the way you hurt me. me. And that's not forgiveness. You get get what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas like, when we were talking earlier, what I was saying was, for me, it's just proceeding with caution it's using wisdom like if i've been hurt by somebody that will be in my life for whatever reason i i i can't like i'm 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 going to know this person we maybe we go to the same church or you know maybe we're in the same city group or something like that right i'm going to forgive them but i'm going to be wise enough to proceed with caution you get what i'm saying of like of course because you know who they are yeah you you understand like the ways in which they hurt you multiple times. So you you don't want to, the Bible says not to cast your pearl to swine. Yeah. Right? I think another
0: aspect of it too is when people use that. And when I was married, I've used it. Is I could forgive you, but I won't forget. In turn, that also can mean I can forgive you, but like you're going to have to work, do things. And earn my forgiveness in a sense.
1: Got it. So it's in that case, it's contingent upon their works and not contingent yeah. upon what God did for you.
0: Exactly. So, so all right, you you sorry that you did that. All right, I forgive you now. You know, you owe me this. Now you have to do this to get back in my good grace. Yeah, yeah. I was like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was like that, and <laughs> I think for those of us who think about forgiveness in that sense is that we do not understand the gospel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do not understand the gospel. We do not understand the sacrifice that Jesus made so that way we can experience the forgiveness of God.
1: Yeah, man, that's so true. And you saying that, because I feel like now we're moving into a space of like, well, I don't like pain and I don't like being hurt. None of us do. Mm-hmm. And I don't also don't like being hurt and having to forgive. Right. So what is the next best option to avoid being hurt altogether? Altogether. And then what you do is you live a life where relationships are always at least an arm distance.
0: Or you isolated? Length yourself.
1: away. Well, that's what I mean by yeah. arm distance ways. Like you're isolating yourself. You're not allowing anybody to get close, close. to you. And again, that is a behavior that is counterintuitive to our Christian walk with God. We cannot keep people at arm's distance in order to protect ourselves from being hurt and being vulnerable. Christ said, like, when I send you out, I'm sending you out as sheep amongst wolves. Like, there 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 is a call to vulnerability.
0: Of course there is.
1: Like in order we have to be vulnerable in our in our walk with God and I think that is that is almost sounds insensitive to people that have been hurt deeply. Yeah, because it's safe. It, yeah, you, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Like,
0: you, no, but I'm I'm saying the reason why people who have been hurt yeah. deeply by someone that they love, that their love is is it goes into that state is because one is that they're not willing to forgive. Yeah. Second, you always hear them say, "Man, I just don't have it in me. I just yeah, don't yeah. have the the capability for my heart to be broken again." Mm-hmm. And it's it's just safe. Yeah. yeah. I, y- you remember when when I first went through divorce, I went through. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know. <laughs> like it's 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 just safe. But it's, do... it's, it's just safer. But... but but the question that we have to ask ourselves, right, is along the lines of what, of what you said. I think is it beneficial because remember earlier we talked about like forgiveness is central in our ex- to our experience one hundred percent as Christians and it is at the heart of our relationship with God, right? So I think the questions the question that I had to ask myself is is where I'm at keeping people away, not willing to talk to people, not even. Not willing to go to church and not willing to talk to any pastor, not even willing to talk to God, is that beneficial to my calling as a believer?
1: Yeah. Is it beneficial to your relationship with Jesus? Is it beneficial to my walk? Yeah. What does it say about your relationship with Jesus? What is it? Yeah. What does it say about it? You know, understanding of who got
0: it. Yeah. Absolutely. Or understanding of the gospel. Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: I think the first step to real forgiveness just like you said understanding what god has done for us yeah and then from that flows the other practical things that we can do yes yes without us having the understanding that jesus freely forgave us not based on our willingness to accept even accept his like he he gives it freely yep yep dude the most if we know that or not the most
1: powerful thing we can do is have the constant reminder on our minds and on our hearts that we have been saved from death. Like, to forget that sets the tone for your entire walk and witness as a Christian. To not live with a conscious awareness that you have been saved by someone From death, a penalty that we deserve. To forget that, bro, is to 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 abandon what we know as Christians. As Christians, you can't move past that point. You know what I'm saying? Like that—that's why in in my season where I where I attempted to turn away from God and live lawlessly because I was angry at God and I was angry at this person, I was angry at that person. I just didn't feel like it was worth being a Christian anymore, right? When that reality of salvation hit me up close and personal in my darkest hour, when I did not deserve a relationship with God and God began to love me all the more, that's when the fact that I've been saved, it just really meant something at that point. That's why I got it tatted on my neck because it was, it it was, it became at 20 something, 26 years old, it became a real thing for me. A reality. It became a reality. Yeah. You know, and that is something that I cling to being saved is something that I cling to because I know that it, it, it sets the tone for my walk and the way that I de- love people, the way that I'm, I'm able to, to counsel, counsel, forgive, execute on forgiveness through, through Christ. You know what I mean? It's essential. We have to be reminded and walk in a way that exemplifies that, hey, I've been saved. I didn't save myself. S- someone saved me. Jesus saved me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and that's one of the reasons why, you know, you always hear pastors or theologians say, like, a successful Christian walk is a repenting.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Right, because, like, if
0: we don't come to terms of our sin against God, even as believers, on a daily basis. Yeah,
1: we have to be reminded of it. We have to be reminded of it, and we
0: have to walk in that. Yeah. So we have to walk in not only receiving mm-hmm. forgiveness but we also have to walk in extending yes yes forgiveness and, and and we are able to extend forgiveness because we have received it for sure from God
1: and I think I think if we examine ourselves there's some character traits that we can try to identify in ourselves that if they're missing we're probably going to struggle with forgiveness. I think two of those is meekness and humility. Yeah. If we're living a life where, where it's very hard for us to find like a posture of humility and meekness in, within ourselves, yeah. and it's not something that people identify within us, yeah. I can almost assure you that when you're hurt some, by somebody, especially deeply, you're probably going to kick Forgiveness to the side. Of course. We, because we're not walking from a posture of humility. We and see love. that in Matthew 18. Yeah. Right? His, right. his Facts. master just forgave Facts. him. There you go. Yeah, yeah. His yeah.
0: master just forgave him. And instead of having the humility, yep, he and be w- like, Man, I've been forgiven. So you yep. know what? In return, I'm gonna forgive mm-hmm. you. So true. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons because the posture, and this and that's another reason why Jesus calls it wicked, the posture of his heart.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: So it, it wasn't just the fact that he wasn't willing to forgive that
1: we don't respond it's to being saved in humility. humility. Yeah, we don't respond to being saved in humility. Yeah. Man,
0: and I think one other misconception that's out there is about forgiveness is means that if we forgive somebody like there has to be some type of reconciliation.
1: Yeah, that's a, that is a big misconception.
0: Right, because you know, if I'm going to forgive you then it must mean that we're going to become friends, gonna again. Be friends again, friends yeah. again, or we're going go to be back into a relationship. We're going to yeah, again. Yeah. yeah um, sure. So what'd you say today? that? What'd you say?
1: Yeah. 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 No facts. I mean, I think, I think first, like when we think about reconciliation, what comes to mind is like the mending of both parties, right? Coming together yeah, and being in a, in, in a relationship. Yeah. Res, res, the res, restoration of the actual relationship. But I think one thing that we can't forget is that we have no control over the other person's heart, right? So especially when it comes to a a broken marriage or a broken, you know, friendship, we can only be responsible for ourselves and our own hearts, right? So there's going to be times where we forgive people genuinely. And like you said earlier, to them, it don't even matter. <laughs> they, yeah, they, no, wasn't even looking, they wasn't even looking to be forgiven. They, don't it, even it, care. they could care less. And when that reality hits you, it's going to test you because you're going to want to take that back. Yeah. You're going to be like, why the heck did I forgive them? Because they weren't even willing. They weren't willing. So I think we have to constantly remind ourselves that, listen, forgiving someone else has nothing to do with how they respond or has nothing to do with the actual relationship being restored. Like, you know what I thought? I can remember like it was yesterday sitting in my, my first house in my first marriage. And I had just found out some really hurtful things that happened. And as soon as she got home, I sat down on the couch, she sat on the couch and I was like, I just want you to know
2: that I forgive you. Right.
1: And it, bro. I'm thinking about it now, and I'm just like, dang, like I really did that. But I was like, I want you to not forgive you. But here's here's the reality, though. When I said that, there was such a part of me that wanted to believe that in my forgiving her, it meant reconciliation. Oh yeah. It meant that God, because I was willing to forgive something so messed up, that God was gonna restore the marriage marriage. and come to find out that was not God's plan. It was not going to be restored. So I had to learn all over again after we got divorced and I'm living in this dark place. I had to learn all over again, like what it looked like to forgive her in the state of knowing it had nothing to do with reconciliation Reconciliation with the person because that person, exactly, because,
0: because forgiveness, like God's plan for forgiveness just like i said earlier like my responsibility as a believer to forgive somebody else is not because of them it's not yes, because of their exactly. behavior yeah like yeah. that god never intended or to get a response and, from or, them or to get a response from yeah. them like as christians we are responsible for our response to sin
1: or our response to being saved to be to being saved from sin,
0: we are responsible, yeah. and it's not contingent on another person's yeah. response. Yeah. It's not contingent on another person's behavior. Right. Right. It's not contingent on another person's stop. Right. Because God, God is going to put us to the test.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna have to forgive this side of heaven. We're gonna many have, times. We're gonna have
0: to walk in forgiveness.
1: What does Scripture say when the Apostle said, "How many times should seven I?" Forgive? Times, is, it, just said, no, seven times. Jesus said, "No, seven times." Seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was it? Seven times, seventy-seven, or something Se- like that, or or yeah, uh, something and, like that. And
0: and <laughs> and and seventy times. But yeah, but the yeah. idea there is not to put a number on it. Exactly. The exactly. idea of it is that you're gonna walk in forgiveness yep. for the duration of your time yep. on this side of heaven. Yep. 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 Extending yeah. forgiveness. Yeah. and receiving forgiveness yeah. because that's the Christian walk and that's yeah. the intention yeah. that God has for forgiveness. So, And that points back to Jesus. It points back to Jesus. So as believers, we have to be okay, right? Because earlier you said for, for us, forgiveness is not an option. I heard yeah. you said that yeah. in, the, in the intro. Forgiveness is not an option. Yeah. So if it's not an option for the believer, we are going to have to be okay. Yeah. With extending forgiveness to a person that may not even want it, to a person that may not even want a relationship with you, to a person that you feel like may not even deserve it. Yep. And the reason why we are going to forgive that person is because Jesus is calling us to it. Facts.
1: And, and again, to, to provide some hope to those that are listening to this and saying, like, I am just not there,
2: I truly believe. That God's love
1: is so intentional for you, for me, for you, that in his grace and in his love, he will move you towards forgiveness. Forgiveness. That's not to say that you have no part in it. We know that's not how it works. Like we will always have to work towards something righteousness. We will always have to work towards like we're not just robots where he just like snaps the finger and all of a sudden we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Mm Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is because of God's love for you and the way he meets you where you are, it will begin to transform your heart and the posture of your heart and cause you in the ways that you see him forgive you and your wretchedness and your wickedness. It, it will constantly challenge and push against opposition in your heart to forgive.
0: Yeah, constantly. And, and, and we have to realize that first. Yeah. yeah that yeah, first yeah, part of yeah. it. We have to realize war is me. That is my transgression. Yep. But then Jesus stepped in. Right. Right? So the pursuit of forgiveness is realizing. Yeah, that I've been saved. That I've been saved. How yeah. much God has forgiven yeah. me. Yeah. You know? Right. So yeah, yeah, man.
1: That was good. That was. That was. That's those. This is always, it will forever be a challenging topic, but it's something that, that I feel like it fits in that category where when we neglect it, we suffer in vain. And y'all have heard me say many times, we don't have to suffer in vain. We're going to suffer this side of heaven, but we can choose because our eyes have been opened to truth. We can choose to suffer well. Well, And in this case, when we neglect forgiveness, we suffer in vain. So guys, I hope that y'all were able to receive this in any way, shape, or form. I want to hear your comments. And there's so much more that can be said of course, of about course. forgiveness, yeah, of right? Course. Probably the part
0: two or something, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but this is a touchy topic for a lot because there's people that's, that's, wo- that's matter of fact, there's people that who, who have done the wrong to another person and they don't even know how to approach for- forgiveness on their end.
1: Yeah yeah I mean that's a whole other <laughs> you know
0: saying there's so much more that yeah. we, that can be said but yeah. but yeah, so just let us know the topic. DM us, comment us, write us and then and then we'll, we'll, and then we'll get there. Catch
2: you guys on the next one. Love y'all.